0: You're listening to World, keep on turning, preachers, keep on preaching, okay, cause it won't be too long. Good morning, angels. Good morning, angels. Good morning, angels. I wanted to share Higher Ground with you by Stevie Wonder on his Inner Visions album. Some of you youngsters are too young for this type of thing, right? Some of you guys didn't want to get into Stevie, or just miss the Intervisions album altogether. A friend of mine introduced me to Intervisions back in 1997, but I had heard the songs repeatedly. I just didn't know the name of the album because I was born in 1970 and came out during that time when I was little. So unlike my daughter who chases the songs of the past, the albums of the past, you know, <laughs> But nonetheless, it's a beautiful find to find that all the songs I actually loved were on this album. Many songs that I loved were on this album. And uh, Higher Ground is one of them. This morning I wanted to get into real quick with you guys, because I don't want to be on here long enough to not get to get into my own spirit. But um, I wanted to talk to you about deliberate thought and deliberate action. You must learn. I remember back in like... I don't know if it was like 1998, 99, maybe 1999. I remember being with a friend, you know, an associate, I should say, um, in her office. And we were both talking about power and how we would love to learn to use our power at will. You know, like when we're ready, use our power, use it. Instead of going, ah, why can't we make it work? Right? And that's when I learned... You know, over that time, that was just a great desire. And so now, more than 20 years later, I, uh, I'm i finally at the point, just yesterday, into this morning for sure, has made it official, that we have to be absolutely deliberate in our thought, in what we are requiring or requesting of the universe, our God Almighty, etc., We have to be deliberate and have a deliberate thought. We have to have not just a deliberate thought. Our will has to be aligned in faith fully for that thought. So if we do that, if we have our perfect alignment with our deliberate will, with our thought, our request, our desire, that's where the manifestation comes from. We have to be careful of getting so freaked out, getting desperate, you know, allowing our anxiety to convince us that it's just not going to work. It's just too big. It's just too much. This morning, I realized when I was about to pull off that I needed something. And it was pretty important. And I've left it in a particular place for as long as I can remember. So that in the event of I can always go out and grab it, right? But my husband had me. I was in haste. I wasn't thinking, and I was overwhelmed with a you know a situation that we're both trying to deal with. You know, outside of our home, you know that it's taking our collective effort to um to conclude this situation in our favor. And so he said, "Oh, I see your license. You know, I see this here. You know, we need to. Do you want me to grab it? No. Yes." Ah, so he grabbed it. And I, I gave him permission, I'm pretty sure. I'm not going to blame him. But today, I, need, I, I felt that is, it needed to be back where it was so that I can't be put in a position to need it. And then now I couldn't find it. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, oh my goodness. But then that's when I had to pray immediately and go into the deliberate will of manifestation through that prayer. And I just, we, this is the key. You cannot just sit there and expect it to just fall into your hands. You have to go forth. And it makes me think about the prayer this morning where God prepares a table in the company or the midst of your enemies, the presence of your enemies. My daughter, I remember a while ago, she said, what does that mean? And I'm like, right. Right. But then over time, I recognize at 51, that he's going to bless you in the presence of your enemies. Glory! Because guess what? Sometimes you don't even know they're enemies. Your spirit tells you something's not right. They make snide, funny, frankly remarks. They're just not vibing with you. Whenever you do anything with them, it doesn't work out. There's so many signs that they're not for you. And that there's a, but when we think enemy, we think it has to be somebody sitting there mad at us, looking at us evil the whole time, wanting to see us fail the whole time. Let's not be fooled. Sometimes your enemies can be indoctrinated in a way that they have their own multiple personality disorder, and it's triggered by envy. And competition, the thought of it. And so now, a person you think is your friend is secretly your enemy. Because as my mother said, if you're not for me, you're against me. And it will rear its head. It will rear its head. So let's just stick to 2021 and beyond. Being deliberate thought, deliberate action. Deliberate will in alignment with God's will. Faith will be aligned with our deliberate thought and action. We must take action. We must be careful of the company we keep. Not just because we may become like them someday. Like for me, I have to be careful taking on projects. And it wasn't that people are projects. I didn't see them as such. But now knowing who I am in relationship to my God and what I offer, people. I recognize that I often ended up with crazy friends because I was taking on these crazy projects. Indoctrinated angels who I wanted to help. That's why it's imperative that we don't waste time outside of God's will. You'll know because it's not falling everything into alignment. No, life is not supposed to be filled with all struggles. They will come. You will lean on your relationship and triumph over that. But we must not be so caught up with the desire of being loved or feeling like we just should have family because we see all these other people with their family. Trust me, what I've learned in those pictures of all those families. Oh, me and my family, we got together. Or me and my family, we got together. Oh, I love my big old family child. please, in the midst of it, there's rot with drama. Wrought with wickedness against each other. wrought with trying to tear his kids down while they put their kids up. It's wrought with wickedness. Must we keep ourselves around them because we want to be around family? No. But what I did learn in my growth and maturity is maybe we would save it for the holidays. But then, if we save it for the holidays, That that can allow the wicked to conjure up. But guess what? There's good news. If we stay away from wickedness, even family, keeping them at a distance, loving from a distance with whole love, but from a distance because love is not going to force you to put yourself in the way of someone bringing someone in that's toxic, or just being a toxic sibling. Many people have toxic siblings. In youth, Many of the scars on their body come from a toxic sibling, or their worst experiences came from a toxic sibling. Toxic siblings exist, toxic cousins who are forced into your life because your aunties and your mom or dad or your uncles are close, and they bring them around. And that might be the person who abused you sexually, physically, emotionally. Family is overrated to me, because with knowing my theory of why we're here, those are just people who journeyed with us here. They might have been trouble, and we think they're family. They look like us because they journeyed with us. They came through the same carrier as us. And now we got the strong genes. But they're not loving on us. We have to fight for their love, buy their love, pray for their love. You know, um, just give in everything and take what we would not take for their love. No, no. Time waits for no one. I will love you from a distance, and I don't care how many get together. I don't care how many pictures you take together. I will remember your toxicity. And you, oh, you grew. I, I look for the growth. But there are signs of no growth. And if there are signs that they did not grow and you have to keep giving, maybe our weight came from eating shit from family. Wanting the love of them. No, no. Okay, I don't care that somebody's been my friend for 25 years. Have they been an excellent friend for 25 years? Or have they just been my party friend? Have they been my friend that's been there to be there with me through the drama? But they're watching my kids be bad. They don't have a positive influence on my kids. My God, child. My God, sister. How are they impacting your life? They are, though. You have spirits that are building you. You feel it. When you hang up with them, or while you're on the phone with them, you start cleaning up. You start doing things and thinking of ways to please your lover, your spouse, your child. But then there are the people that you talk to when you hang up with them, and you're exhausted. You can't do anything but lay down. You see all the stuff you got to do, but you ain't doing none of it. But they quick to come offer you a drink, come offer you a joint. Come offer you some cocaine to snort for the day. You know what I mean? Help you spend money you don't have. We must take control of our thought and our actions and make them deliberate. My mother drilled into me, let your know me know. And my mother-in-law drilled into me, only to thine own self be true, she said to me when I first came to visit. She didn't believe who I was. But let me tell you something, on the name, in the name of the Lord, I probably still have the message. She learned as to who I was by the time she passed away and came into her last day. She told me herself with her own mouth, and I don't have to lie about it, God knows. Yes, I'm not perfect. I made, I made plenty of mistakes in trying to beat this indoctrination that I didn't even know what it was. It had me talking about people behind their back. Instead of saying it when I needed to say it, it had me being fearful of having to say what I had to say to who I had to say it to. It made me passive aggressive. And I couldn't do that no more. And when I stopped being passive aggressive, I started to burn the fat that I was holding on to and couldn't figure out how to let go of. Okay? We don't have to let go and and just think that we can't make it because it seems so hard and it didn't get here yet. Use your deliberate thought. That's what the wicked are doing. The wicked are using deliberate thought and will. They're taking time to carve out what they want to, to be done. They are taking out the tools to do it, to assist them in getting it done through their faith. And they're, they're seeing their will be done, whether it's done. Will you into a car crash? Will your mama off the planet? Will your spouse off the planet? Will you into financial ruin? Will that job out of your life? Somebody that is not of God knows about their deliberate will. They know about it. So I'm here to tell you about it because I've been thinking about it for a long time, exploring it. So now the theory is that it is real. There is no more questioning. It's there. Now you got to get in it and use it. Example. You need an example? Send me a message. Because we got to get a little more... Interactive with this podcast. I know I'm talking about things that somebody has said to you, or you've thought to yourself, or your pastor has mentioned, or somebody with some master's degree, or PhD. I don't have any of those things, and I'm none of those things, but what I am is a mother. I'm a God fearing child of God. I'm a wife of many years, multiple decades. I am living in spouse. Of three decades. And, and my spouse is still my friend and we love each other. And there are perils and attempts by the adversary to come using my own weaknesses of, like, lack of whatever love, feeling loved. And then his own weaknesses of being too friendly. And so my fans who share and look on my phone and, you know, all those things, you know, they know that I'm like, hey, what the hell? But the one thing I'm not doing is destroying stuff. I'm building. I'm checking myself before I'm wrecking myself. I'm building. I may not have close friends to call my personal friends in the state I live in. But I know there are people who really love me and love what I brought into their lives and have been a blessing to me as well. And, and I love them so much. And, and they get me. They have me at finger reach. And there are going to be people who have known me a long time and used to have that access to me, and they don't and won't anymore. Because we have to start to know when it's been enough of having a certain type of wickedness, a certain type of drawing, a certain type of will against you. Your people who are for you are for you. You shouldn't have to have something that they want. From them to show that, okay? So just remember to get into your deliberate will, Psalm 91, Psalm 25, Psalm 37, Psalm 1, Psalm 23, Jeremiah 29, 11. We have to understand the difference of wants, desires, and the will of God. Because if it's not in the will of God, you can desire it all day. You're going to be working with a whole different energy trying to get it. And if you go outside of God's will, you may get it, but it'll come with some things. And I just want it to come with peace, love, and grace, mercy, and favor. That's all I'm looking for. So if you like this podcast, download it, share it. Make sure other people are getting this so we can make this world better for all of us, not just ourselves. We have to get out of, we're in the age of Aquarius, which is a humanitarian astrological sign. So we have to start to, you know, care about others, not just for what they can give us, not for what they can do for us, but so that the planet will last longer, that your kids can enjoy it, that we'll be able to be grandparents in it, and great-grandparents in it, but we won't be fearing for our lives and struggling because society has turned into, you know, desperate, you know, uh, Mad Max in the underworld situation or whatever it's called, you know, Gothic City. We have to take control through our personal behavior, through our personal will, through our, you know, actions. So make them deliberate in love. deliberate in grace, deliberate in a desire that surpasses human understanding, all right? I could do this all day with you because I just want to see you grow, but I don't have that kind of time, so I'm just going to send you love. Um, You know, 17 minutes is enough, really. I thank you for listening. I thank you for liking, sharing. I thank you for getting this into the hands of other people so that they can listen and feel blessed and grow, and we can just Meet each other in the middle on some positive stuff, right? Thank you. Love you. Peace.